Well, in order to fully appreciate the joy of this Easter morning, we must acknowledge the season that came before it. In order to understand the impact of the resurrection, we must reflect upon the cross. See, it's been a long, difficult Lenten season. As your pastor, I have asked you to spend time looking into your hearts and examining your lives to determine if you are in fact living lives worthy of the immeasurable gift our God has given us in the sacrifice of His one and only begotten Son on the cross at Calvary. And because I would never ask you to do anything I'm not willing to do myself, I too have spent this long Lenten season examining my heart and reflecting on my life, and I have asked myself, some difficult questions. The same kinds of questions that I have encouraged each of you to ask yourselves. Am I the best husband to my wife that I can possibly be? Am I the best father to my children that I can possibly be? Am I the best pastor to God's people that I can possibly be? Am I the best follower of Jesus that I can possibly be? Do I put the needs of others before my own? Do I love my enemies? And if I'm honest, I have to admit that the answer to most of those questions is sadly no. I have fallen short of the glory of God. But despite my shortcomings, I have one thing going for me this morning. I believe. I believe in the risen Christ. I believe that His work on the cross took my shortcomings, my sin... And he took them upon himself. And with his blood, which was poured out for me, he washed me clean, white as snow. And with his resurrection, he defeated death and gave to me as a believer a share in his resurrection. And that, my friends, is the wonderful blessing of an Easter morning. In the newness of this Resurrection Sunday, you and I as believers get a brand new life. Having inspected ourselves through the season of self-examination we call Lent, we have realized that we are powerless to achieve 
our own salvation. And in that realization, we see that we need a Savior. And thankfully, our God has supplied just that. A perfect, sacrificial lamb, sinless, without blemish. And in that Savior, when we abide in Him and He in us, we gain everlasting life. How is this possible? As Paul said to the Corinthians, listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability. And this mortal body must put on immortality. When this perishable body puts on imperishability and this mortal body puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord. Because you know that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Paul says, be steadfast, immovable, and always excelling in the work of the Lord because your labor is not in vain. So as we work to be the best husband, wife, father, mother, son, daughter, Christ follower that we can possibly be, Even though we may fall short, as long as we remain in Christ, our labor is never in vain. As long as we abide in Christ, our efforts are not ever wasted. Nothing is ever wasted in the kingdom of God. So here we are this morning, all of us together to celebrate the resurrection. A resurrection in which we have a share. We are here together to share our joy at having looked into the tomb of Jesus and found it empty. The empty tomb fills our empty hearts. The empty tomb fills our empty hearts with hope. The joy that we share this morning though we share it in community, is personal and individual. What do I mean by that? 
Well, consider the way Easter morning arrived. It didn't arrive with a huge fanfare. It didn't arrive with a bang. It arrived in the quiet wee hours of the morning. I know that in my house, this morning, before the first rays of light crept in to the bedroom window, as the sounds of the pre-dawn caused us to stir, the smell of fresh coffee brewing in the kitchen drifted in. The house was cool and peaceful and quiet. And the birds in the trees outside the bedroom window began to sing. And as I opened my eyes, my first thought, as it often is these days, was create in me a clean heart, O God, and restore in me a right spirit. And my second thought, the Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. 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 Now, as I lay there for a few minutes marveling at the peace that that thought brings with it, the Lord is risen. The quietness of that morning so long ago in the garden outside the tomb. The risen Jesus quietly appearing to Mary who thought at first that he was just the gardener. Mary who told the disciples, who hurried with hushed voices trying to contain their excitement to see the empty tomb for themselves. Jesus appearing to the two disciples on the road to Emmaus as they quietly lamented the death of their master only to be joined by Jesus himself who explained to them the whole fabric of scripture into which he, the living Christ, was woven. Christ's resurrection revealed quietly to each individual heart because that's the way the Christ reveals himself to each of us one to one individually quietly personally intimately the resurrection is personal because salvation is personal We are Christians in community, but we accept Jesus as individuals. No one can accept Jesus for us. There's no group on for salvation. It's one-to-one. A one-to-one transaction where he gives and we accept. A one-to-one relationship into which each of us must enter. And so, with the quiet arrival of Easter well underway this morning, it's time for us to lift our voices together in worship. It's time for us to shake off the weight 
of Lent and sing a new song of hope in the words of that great hymn by Charles Wesley. Jesus Christ is risen today, our triumphant holy day, who did once upon the cross suffer to redeem our loss. Hymns of praise, then let us sing unto Christ our heavenly King, who endured the cross and grave sinners to redeem and save. But the pain which He endured, our salvation hath procured. Now above the sky He's King where the angels ever sing. Sing we to our God above praise, eternal as His love. Praise Him, all ye heavenly host, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed.